Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Redmen TV and your latest edition of Redmen Bite Size. My name is Dan Club. It is Monday, the 2nd of October, and I'm here to run you through some of the stories surrounding the Reds on the start of the week. And yeah, it's not been a it's not been a quiet start of the week, let's just say that. Obviously, the fallout, the aftermath from what happened down in London on Saturday night continues to rumble on. There's been loads and loads of people having their two penneth worth on this one. And yeah, obviously, we know what happened. Luis Diaz's goal incorrectly ruled out for offside. I say ruled out. I'm not entirely sure if that's even the right expression anymore because they believed it was never ruled out. They believed it was just a goal and it should have moved on sort of serenely with Liverpool 1-0 up. Obviously, as we know, that wasn't the case. It was a complete and utter farce, quite frankly. And it's been a farce during the 90 minutes. It's not really got much better thereafter. PGMOL released their statement pretty much immediately after the final whistle had gone, admitting there'd been a significant human error. I think it was a little bit worse than that, if I'm being brutally honest. But yeah, just... Just, I was, I was gobsmacked at the time. Obviously, we all watched it. We all seen just how onside Luis Diaz was. I couldn't believe that I wasn't seeing lines drawn and obviously the goal being awarded. Obviously, Liverpool were already down to 10 men at that point. We actually ended up going down to nine men. We actually ended up losing the game as well. That late Joel Massive goal, a um, bit of heartbreak, a bit of injustice, really, from the Reds' perspective. But the, almost the result... And the fact we end up with nine men has kind of been overshadowed in many ways. I mean, Liverpool's performance generally was actually really impressive and sort of the siege mentality. And I think in a lot of ways, the positives that come from it from a Liverpool perspective, are there's loads of them. Like, we should be really proud of the effort. And I think moving forwards will be really sort of us against the world type mentality. And it'll actually do us a lot of favours. But as I say, the actual sort of use of the technology and the officiating that game has raised some serious, serious question marks. And Liverpool themselves have actually been best foot forward on this. And it was late Sunday night when they released their own statement acknowledging the PGMOL's admission of their failings. But they went a little bit further, Liverpool, and in full, they said, they fully accept the pressures the match officials work under, but these pressures are supposed to be alleviated, not exasperated, by the existence and implementation of VAR. It is therefore unsatisfactory that sufficient time was not afforded to allow the correct decision to be made and there was no subsequent intervention. Those such failings have already been categorised as significant human error is also unacceptable. Any and all outcomes should be established only by the review and with full transparency. This is vital for the reliability of future decision making as it applies to all clubs with learnings being 
being used to make improvements to processes in order to ensure this kind of situation cannot occur again. And Liverpool finished a statement with one of the more poignant lines from it. And they say, in the meantime, we will explore the range of options available given the clear need for escalation and resolution. Now, a lot of people, a hell of a lot of people, in fact, in the world of media, journalists alike, have taken that last line as Liverpool want to replay the, f- the football match. I'm not entirely sure that's the case. Obviously, there's absolutely no use of the word replay the football match in that statement from the Reds. But I think they're right in what they say because too often... And it's been fascinating, the narrative around this, because all sort of Saturday night and most of Sunday, everyone was like, this is a disgrace, VR have completely made a mess this entire situation, it needs looking at, it needs addressing, etc, etc. And then the minute Liverpool say, well, we're going to sort of, we're not letting this go, we're going to take this higher, everyone has gone, well, you can't do that. Like, it is what it is, you're just going to move on. So the switch around in the story has been really interesting to see. And people have literally sort of turned on a sixpence on it. Gary Neville, probably being the archetypal one to do that, um, he actually came out with his own tweet. He tweeted a few times on this topic as well, but he said that Jürgen Klopp handled the situation very well last night, which obviously Saturday night. Um, most football fans will have empathy with what happened and recognised it was wrong. He then goes on to say, however, Liverpool's statement is a mistake and the talk of exploring all options and sporting integrity are dangerous phrases, along with being vague and aggressive. And he goes on to say, the apology should be enough. Um, it should be respected and not undervalued. It's a snap reaction and it can always be wrong, but he feels strongly about it. That's Gary Neville's words, of course. And I think he's completely, completely off the mark with that one personally. I think it's a million miles away. Like how This isn't the first mistake we've seen from VAR, not just from Liverpool perspective, by the way, but generally speaking across the league. like They can't just keep making errors, match officials, and then apologise him maybe getting taken off a game or two and then coming back two weeks later and we go around and around and around. Like at some point, a football club has to stand up and say it simply isn't good enough. Like the levels of officiating, levels of refereeing aren't up to standard. And it feels like we've kind of reached that point now. It might have taken Liverpool to do it and it might have taken a decision so, so bad that we felt like we just couldn't ignore it. And I'm glad about it. I think that's the right decision to make from our perspective. Like, what avenues and what options are available to us, I'm not entirely sure. I imagine there are some. I imagine there are some sort of ways we can go about it. But something needs to be done because it is absolutely horrendous. Like, that is one of the worst decisions I've made, I've seen. And... The, the use of sporting integrity remains correct because we've seen Liverpool miss out on league titles by a point. Now, no one's sat here saying we're definitely going to do that. No one's even sat here saying we would have won the game definitely had it been 1-0 to Liverpool. Who knows what might have happened because goals famously change football matches. Of course they do. But no one can also sit here and say that Liverpool won't lose the league by a point and Liverpool won't have won that football match because we do that. We've we've done it. We've literally seen it happen. And if Liverpool do miss out on the Premier League or even the top four to sort of sort of extrapolate it backwards a little bit, then and that game has gone the way it's gone in the circumstances it has. The sporting integrity of the Premier League has been jeopardised. Like it was horrendous. It was absolutely abysmal. Liverpool should not have lost that football match in the manner of which they did. They could have lost it normally, of course they could have, but in that manner isn't right. So I think Gavin Evels personally miles off it. I think Liverpool are absolutely spot on the way they're conducting themselves. And I had a lot of praise for Gavin Evel sort of in the immediate aftermath because he handled it really well. He was very 
he was in agreement, like it was hard not to be, that it was a horrendous decision. I mean, how every single person who watched that football game saw it as being like a goal had been disallowed initially, but the two people who were most important in that process thought the goal had been given is absolutely and utterly beyond me. But yeah, I thought Neville had conducted himself brilliantly, but unfortunately, like many in the media and many journalists, since Liverpool's statement, he's switched massively. And it's quite strange to see because this isn't a Liverpool thing. This is a football thing. We should want the standards of officiating and we should want them held to a higher standard. We should want it to improve. And just by suspending the people involved for a couple of weeks and then reintegrating them back into the system and we all move on with our lives isn't going to help anyone. Like We don't get anywhere with that type of thing. But even Mark Goldbridge, famously a Manchester United fan, of course, even he has held Gary Neville to account on those words. So yeah, interesting stuff. I don't think it's the last we're going to hear of it. A lot will be solved by just hearing the VR audio. Whether we ever do that, I'm not quite sure. A precedent has been set because they've done that in the not-too-distant past. Like That is something that Howard Webb has been quite open to doing. If he does it in this instance, remains to be seen. I'd be shocked if he did because I think it'll be very, very damning. But again, like I say, that would... I think appease a lot of Liverpool fans. But yeah, oh, this year is going to rumble on and on and on, I think. I won't spend too much more time talking on it because you're going to be hearing a lot about it, of course. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Um, next story I want to pick up on comes from the same game, actually, and it's involving Cody Gakpo. Not only were Liverpool robbed of potentially three points on the weekend, we might have been robbed of Cody Gakpo um, for quite some time as well. Obviously, he got injured in the build-up to our equaliser, and he was the one who scored the equaliser, obviously spinning on the volley, really well-taken goal, but you could tell immediately he was in quite a lot of pain after that. And he also left the stadium in a knee brace, which was a bit worrying to see, actually. Um, But the Dutchman, Liverpool, still awaiting the results of a scan on Cody Gakpo's knee injury. 
but there has been a prediction that he could face several weeks out. Now, this comes from Ralph Elfrink, a Dutch journalist, of course, and he has said that the, the Dutch striker faces potentially several weeks out, but if all goes to plan, it could just be a few weeks. Now, there is an international break coming up as well, so that might sort of take a little bit of time out of that. Not very likely he travels with the Holland squad, of course, but yeah, from a Liverpool point of view, big blow, big fan of Cody Gakpo, I think he's a really intelligent footballer and he offers us a really nice option because he's so different to Darwin Nunes and even Diogo Jota and of course we've seen him playing in midfield as well at times this season so big blow regardless of how long he's out for but I think I've seen a lot of people speculating that it could be a really really bad one this sort of time frame that's being muted suggests although it is quite a lengthy one it's not as bad as it potentially could have been so anything between sort of the four to six week mark we'd probably have to accept and if it was indeed less than that I think we'd bite bite the hand off for that one to be honest with you so yeah hopefully not too long for Cody Gakpo hopefully nothing too serious again watch this space that scan will be happening as soon as we know any more details we'll bring them to you of course and we'll look into it in detail with the people who know best about these type of things as ever and just finally I want to let you all know that over on redmenmerch.com we have put live our Christmas jumpers for 2023. They are inspired by the Premier League title winning kit. When you get on there, you'll see what I mean. But they are have a good one on the back. They're black and gold. They are absolutely stunning, like properly stunning. Our Christmas jumpers are always boss, but these ones have absolutely knocked out the park this year. So make sure you check them out. They're live now, available to pre-order. Pre-orders end on the 16th of October. They will obviously absolutely guarantee your delivery. After that, delivery is still pretty much nailed on for a few weeks, but make sure you get yourself boxed off. They are limited edition, so they will run out at some point, probably very, very soon. So make sure you get yourself sorted there. And until next time, that has been your Redmen Bite Size. Until next time, take it easy. <laughs>